Okay, welcome back to episode 12 of Captain Says, and I have a guest. Her name is Nikki. Different. Hi. Hello, Nikki. Hi. Different to the Nikki we talked to on Peach and Black. That's another Nikki. This is another Nikki. And she just came back from her extravaganza trip to Minneapolis. My purple pilgrimage. So we're going to talk about that. So you were only literally in Minneapolis for like four days? Uh, five, five days. Five days total. And the rest just a lot of travel. A lot of travel. So one day to travel from Sydney to Minneapolis via LA. Arrived. And another flight from LA. <laughs> yep, LA to Mini. Arrived at two o'clock in the afternoon, Minneapolis time, to the hotel, got my creds, my credentials for Paisley Park from reception. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then quick change, quick shower, off to the Dakota. That was the first place, first okay. First place to see Because you've got Eric a schedule Mees. with everything written on there. I have a schedule, which uh, my friends that I met over there thought was extremely funny because I had a spreadsheet that I had to take around with me so that I knew where I was going. But you had to have that. There were so many things. There were. Every single day. There were, and it was back to back. You couldn't keep track of everything. No, so it was tickets galore. So Dakota. Dakota, Eric Leeds. <laughs> Eric Leeds. Was it just him or was it... No, he had some other musicians with him. Because it wasn't the like F Deluxe guys because they were here. No, it wasn't them. He Paul's, did mention Paul that, here. that they, they'd had a bit of a lover's tiff because they were in different places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, he had a tight little band with him and we managed to get a table on the balcony where Prince would usually sit to watch. And we had dinner there, watched Eric. He was very cool, quite chatty. And then we had um, meet and greet with him afterwards. Got his. Oh, that's good. Bought some of his music, got his signature. So, what you got? Um, what's his albums? He had an album called Times Squared. Well, he was selling one and he was trying to, to encourage us to donate money to yeah. something so that he could get some music out there. Oh, yeah, that's the. Um, there's a new. LP music. That's right. That's what he was playing they're as. They're starting a crowdfunding thing for That's that it. on whichever website they're using. And it was only, last time I looked at it, it had only been going a few days and it was already up to 50%. So. Oh, well, there you go. I That's... think they're do doing okay. Yep. Well, that's the band he had with them. So. Uh -huh. They were good. They were good. They were tight. And then we went out of the Dakota. Yeah. And then back in again for yeah. a 10 o'clock show. Oh, okay. And that was Shelby. Ah, so when they do two shows a night, do they clear everyone out? They do. They clear they don't everyone just let out you... because it's different ticket holders. Yeah, I guess. Um, and to... everyone has to have a set seat. No one hides under the table and tries well, to we stay. Well, we thought about that. Stay for the second show. <laughs> or hiding out in the bathrooms, but <laughs> no. So everyone has an allocated seat. There's no kind of standing room, nothing like that. You have a yeah. seat that you have to sit up. Did you um, get the good seat again? So second we weren't one? upstairs, second oh. one. We were downstairs. But Someone. that was cool. We were by the bar. Um, and there was a few kind of special guests hanging around. So a few people stood behind us, like Liv Warfield. And Liv's got I, hair now. She I grew her hair. See. She has. She's got a big blonde, she's curly got hair. She's blonde head. I saw the picture yesterday. Yeah, yeah she's looking good. She's um, tall, isn't she? Very tall. Yeah. I'm not tall. But most people to me are tall, so, you know. But she is really tall. And, yeah, Ida Nielsen was there. And there were a few other people hanging out. Watching Shelby, supporting yeah. her. All the purple family. Yep. And once Shelby was Because Ida was, um, I think Ida was like stuck in Iceland or somewhere. She couldn't get out, but then she, she finally won. got out. Yep. And got back in time. She did. And I think she ended up flying with a load of the purple family from Europe. I saw a photo of her with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, I'm just going to mention them. Franny and Claire 
Hello. Hi. <laughs> I think they were on her flight. So yeah, they were there. And special guest on Shelby's stage was Adrian Crutchfield. And he's got a new album out he now has. or coming soon. He has. Um, and they all hung around after the show mm. for uh, chat and photo opportunities. There were loads of selfies happening. Now and again, that's it. Now Eric and again. Leeds, now Eric Leeds, now and again. That's the other album I couldn't think of. That's the one he was selling. Djibouti. To whom it may concern. I'm sure that's not the Prince track. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine I imagine if it was. It'd be so I, I good. I think Bobby Z gets a big mention. Oh, he's on there somewhere. On this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Produced by Eric Leeds and Bobby Z. Yeah. Mm hmm. It was oh. kind of cool. And then Shelby. Ten. That just came out. That's new. Yep. So Shelby had a bit of a disaster. She wanted to do a meet and greet and sell her CDs and all of that after the show, but the CDs hadn't turned up. Oh, no. They were stuck in another state somewhere. Oh. And so she had to wait a couple of days for them to arrive before she could do that. Oh. So we met her again oh. later on in the trip. So she was pretty good. So your first night... So your first day was okay because it was really just the, the night. That wasn't too yeah. packed that day. Well, you oh, had the, travel, that's the hard. Fact I was on the plane. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. So, yeah, that was the first night. So then after that, you got some sleep? Uh, a little bit? What did we do after that? Yeah, after that, we went back to the hotel. So we were staying in Chanhassen, so it was half an hour in a taxi. Yeah. From How much was the taxi? $40 US each way. It's okay if you've got a few people. That was an Uber or an, a Lyft. Yeah. That was, it was more in a standard taxi. Yeah. But the taxi drivers were all pretty cool. From what I read, everyone loves the Minneapolis people. They were beautiful. That's what everyone is saying. They're like, everyone was so nice. They were, which is are good. extremely lovely. There's something about them. Welcoming, friendly. They're hoping, they just love having people everyone around. everyone keeps coming back year after year yep. and spends more money. Yep. So be nice to them. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but I'm sure that's not the only reason. I'm sure they're nice people. <laughs> but no, I, you know, there was one particular lady cab driver mm. that we had. Her name was Connie. Connie. And she was working for Lyft, like an Uber equivalent. Yeah. And she was due to pick us up from the hotel and take us to Electric Fetus mm. for a look. And then we were going to do a drive round to First Avenue and the mural, the oh, music yeah, sign yeah. mural, and a few other spots. And we thought, we're just going to pay a Lyft driver to drive us round. And she came with us, first of all, to the Capri Theatre. Yeah. So they were open. For a free tour. I, think I saw a photo or no, I saw some Minneapolis news TV thing and they were going past Capri Theatre and it was open and they went in, there was like some little display thing there and Yeah, so they, they had a display of um, photographic images from the first mm. show that he did there, Prince did there, and a guest sign book and they had the stage open with Prince images coming up on the back. Was it a wall. tiny place? Tiny place i couldn't get over I've never how seen small a picture it was of the inside. i've got one oh i can share and they had they actually had the album come playing while we were in there pumping out so of course we had to have a little dance on the stage as you do yeah. and our taxi driver connie decided she'd come in to have a little look yeah and she started to hang out with us <laughs> we got back in the cab she turned the meter off and then she stayed with us for the whole day touring minneapolis Oh, and all of the print sites. Oh, that's good. Um, it's like, I don't need money. I'm just no. going to have a fun day So out. we paid her for one part of the trip. And that was and it. And then she hung out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. That was really cool. She was lovely. And in the cab, we had the radio on. The current was playing. Prince, non-stop. Non-stop. Yeah. So we had that blasting. So it's a very, very cool day. Oh, fun. you're making me wish I went now. Sorry. 
<laughs> I don't know what day that was, but that wasn't... Whatever, that day, wasn't, that, whatever, yeah, day, whatever that day that was. Whatever day that was. That was our day where we weren't actually at Paisley Park and we weren't actually at a gig. Uh, so first night, Dakota, then yep. you sleep. Yep. And then second day. Second well, really, day. the first full day. So I was track one for the celebration what? at Paisley Park. So there were two tracks. Yeah. Two sets of people. I kept seeing people saying track one, track two, and I don't know what that means. Yeah. So there were 2,000 people total that went into Paisley. 1,000 were on track one. Thousand on track two is my understanding of it. So that means you'd listen to a track? No, so that means. I thought that was like an unreleased song that you heard. It could have been. That's what I thought it it was. Like track one, you get to hear this song and then the other people get the other song. That might be the secret that I'm not allowed to reveal. Maybe. Who knows? So track one and track two had different times that they went into Paisley Park. Oh, because they had to stagger because there's so many people. Yeah, they couldn't all be doing the same thing at the same time. That's right. That's right. So I was track one. So day one of the celebration, 11 a.m., I'm in. That's my time slot. Yeah. And then within track one and track two, they split you down into breakout groups. Yeah. So I was in breakout group E. Oh, I'm looking at the thing. There we go. Yeah. So general admission track one. You got your own little e. pass. Yep. Hmm. No pass, no entry. Makes sense. So your breakout groups were then put into different areas at different times. And that was for speakers or for... Uh, tours or for mm. meal time because within oh, yeah, each was, session there was, there was food but every day so day one and the same followed every day started with everybody on your particular track in the sound stage watching some concert footage i saw they showed some i think an amsterdam zigo show or something they and then did. another day they showed the last purple rain show yep um, and there was a there was Tokyo... Else. Tokyo 1990. Yep. And the poignant one was the piano, piano and microphone. Mike. They showed the Paisley Park one. They did. They did. So the Amsterdam show that they showed, the lady sat next to me, Linda, was actually at that show. Ooh. So there was a breakdown that happened there when yeah. she saw that. But they were all superb, all brilliant footage. What was the quality like of the Purple Rain show? I better, heard it... better than I'd seen in the past. Which prob- probably not hard. No. <laughs> but it's probably still from like a VHS or something. Yeah, I, I would they say only... they've done something to it to yeah. enhance it, but it, it was good enough. There's only so much they can do, I suppose. Yeah, but a lot of that filming is a black screen with just a little red light <laughs> flickering <laughs> somewhere, so you can't actually see anyone on uh, stage. So you can hear it. <laughs> you can hear it. That's important. Yeah, yeah. So they were all good. So day one, we watched some footage. Yeah. And then... You go off into your breakout groups. So each day it was different. So your meal time would be different each day. Uh-huh. And um, you might be listening to some guest speakers. You might be doing a tour of the... They called it a walkthrough, actually, rather than a tour of the museum. I heard during this thing, the tours were not like the full tour. They were sort of quicker and rushed through because they had so many people... That's correct. ...trying to get through there. Yeah. So they were more of a walkthrough. Yeah. As the it's like, there's a studio, there's another one. <laughs> yeah, you really were herded through yeah. and you didn't see everything that you could have seen on a... See, I, I wouldn't see. I, I was saying I wish I went, but if I went and then I was rushed through like that instead of getting the normal tour, I would have been angry. Because mm. you paid so much more up. money yeah, but than just going any other time of the year. But you, it probably would have made up for it by all the other things that you would have seen suppose, and done. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'd still be angry. Yeah. I don't think you would. You might have been crying. <laughs> for, 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 for a little bit. For a few minutes. And then I'll get over and go, oh, look at, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. But that day one, when that first footage.
footage came up, I think everyone just sat there completely stunned. Mm. As in, how do we react to this? Do we stand up and start yeah. singing and dancing because this is concert footage? Or do we just sit there Or do we just sit quietly and watch? Yeah. And it was a, a moment of... Mm. <laughs> how do we play Indecision. this? Indecision. Yeah. How do we play this? But people just sat and watched. See, that's what I prefer to do anyway. Mm. I'm not a dancer. Oh. Even when, like, he came here in 2012. Yeah. I went to all the Sydney shows and one in Melbourne. I don't think I stood up once. I only Stop stood up. Me. I only stood up when people in front of me stood up and I couldn't see. <laughs> Every other time, I'm happy just to sit there and watch oh. and enjoy the whole thing. No, you're talking to somebody that if there's Prince music playing, I cannot. You can't sit. help it. No, that doesn't oh, happen in my. I, I'm, I'm a sitter. <laughs> no, I'm a stander. I'm a dancer. Anyway, so there was footage, and then there were panels. Guest speakers panels. Yes, yes. So they varied. I saw one on guitars. So they Takumi had, was there. Takumi was there. Yeah. And I've forgotten his name. His first name is David. From memory. David he Rivkin? made the first cloud guitar. Ah, oh, that guy. And Prince met him in a music from store. From Nut Coop. That was the name of a shop. Mm, yeah, that's right. That is right. It was a shop. I don't know if that's the name of the shop, but it was a shop. That's my memory, trying to work. And it was where Prince used to go to get all his guitars sorted. Because the repaired. first the first cloud guitar was way back. Yep. It was like, I want to be your lover or something. Like the music video for that. Ooh, it could have been. There's a bass version of the cloud guitar. Like that was the first one. Yeah. And it wasn't until Purple Rain where we saw the white normal cloud guitar that everyone mm -hmm. knows. Mm -hmm. So it's been around a long time. So he was telling us how he was still making that guitar whilst they were filming the movie. He hadn't actually uh, finished it. And it was all of last minute. I saw a quote. He said, all the like knockoff reproductions, they're not good. Oh, did he? I don't know. Mm. It might have been the same talk that you saw. No, not in my talk. He didn't say that. But, um, but I saw a quote just online like yesterday. And he said, yeah, well, there's all these versions around, but none of them are as good as the versions that I made, of course. Yeah. But I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember when Paisley Park was selling them back in like 2001 or two or something. Mm -hmm. They were just these Schecter, and they only cost like a thousand bucks. It's like, how good can it be for a thousand bucks? Well, that's what bucks? they're selling now. So they're selling these like ones are slightly better. Yeah. But like these, like the original ones were just really crappy. But these ones actually have like the same pickups and the same like maple neck and yeah. a lot of the same stuff that Prince had in his ones. But they're still not the same. Well, at Paisley, you can get them in white and blue at the moment. And having had a chat with the merchandise manager, Tammy, she's informed me that they're bringing out new colours. They're going to add some. We need the, the peach one. I feel there needs to be a peach one and a yellow one. I want to see the black one. Mm -hmm. From Batman. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need to get two. I get peach anywhere, and black. You have, if you want to ship to Australia, there's like $500 Customs yeah, it'd be cheaper to fly over yeah. there and get it. <laughs> fly quite, over there, buy well, two of them and just bring them back. Yeah, there were quite a few people buying them Ooh. while we were there. Oh, see, I wonder how many people of those people actually play guitar. That's what I wondered. Maybe a quarter. That's my guess. Yeah. The rest will just put them up on a big stand and go, yeah. oh, look at it. They, they, they are super sweet, super cute. Mm. They're not very big. They're very they're small big. proportion. Nice guitar. Because they're only, I think, a three-quarter size. Mm -hmm. Because he was three-quarter size. <laughs> it was perfect for him. It was the right size for him. Yeah. Well, he was a little dude. I can't recall now who we were listening to who actually said they used to call him Little Dude and get away with it. Mm. But um, he was a little dude. 
for sure. Having seen his purple rain costumes. Oh, they were they were at some museum, weren't they? Yeah, and they've also got some on display at Paisley Park. Uh, They're tiny, tiny men. Yeah, yeah. Who needs a tiny guitar? I guess. <laughs> so you um, saw? Did you see so Susan Rogers? We did see Su- she was Susan there. Rogers. Yep, she was lovely. She spoke really well, and she absolutely has got Prince and his legacy in her heart. She is clearly wanting the best yeah. for Prince and everything related to him. Well, at least her being at Paisley Park is a good sign yeah. that maybe the estate, whoever's running things, gets her involved in getting stuff out of the vault and doing things. Yeah. Because she, she was there a long time. She started the vault. She put all the tapes in there in the first place. Mm-hmm. She knows what's going on. So she spoke really well. Now, she was with Chris James. Chris James. And Dylan. Dylan Dresden. Dresden. And they, what, what did they, they do? T- they, they talked about working with Prince in the studio. Uh, so from Susan. Engineers? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know either of those names. I feel like we're going to need to Google them. We'll have to look it up. <laughs> yeah. Find out, find out who these people are. I think this guy was the more recent one. Dylan. Mm. So that was quite interesting. I'm, I'm surprised. Tell it, most pe- I have to say most of them were telling stories. Stories of mm. things that had happened. Funny stuff that Prince had done or said. Or Yeah. It was all very light-hearted. Oh, you'd have to, though. It'd have to be that way. Being exactly one year on, you couldn't be up there telling them. You'd just make everyone cry. Well, everyone was not, crying most of the time. If you're not being light-hearted. <laughs> My overall impression was you were either in a state of euphoria and enjoying the whole experience so much you were smiling and laughing and dancing and singing. Yeah. Or you were crying. There was nothing in between. There was one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was the same for most people that were there. So when you get to Paisley Park at 11 in the morning, yeah. is that a whole day thing? So I was there till 4. 5 4 hours. So you had 5 hours a day. Roughly an hour, that was your meal time. Yeah. And the rest of it, you were in various presentations, I'll call them. And then at the end of day one, completely exhausted emotionally over the shock of myself actually being in Paisley Park, yeah. we were that night out to see Jesse Johnson at Bunkers, mm. um, which is a late start show. That was 11 Ooh. that started. So he was there with a guy on synthesizer and drums, just the three of them. Mm. Tiny stage. I did see some pictures of bunkers. It's yeah, it's like similar to some tiny places I've been in Sydney. It's mm-hmm. it's not big. No, not at all. Packed. It was that packed. Out. Yeah, and he was rocking out. Mm. I'd say there was some jamming going on. A little bit of jamming going on. He was getting frustrated with the sound quality. He was playing around with various uh. bits of equipment backstage. But he was cool. And again, he told some stories of Prince and mm. when he stayed with him and all sorts yeah. of stuff. That was a fun night. I want to go to Bunkers. And I want to see... Because Michael B and Sonny T, they used to play mm-hmm. there. I don't know if they... St- I think they still play there sometimes. I think they might But they be. used to play there like every weekend. Yeah. Just that was what they did. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good to see them in there. Who else was there? Jelly Bean was there. Stood with him for a while. Oh. Uh-huh. He was in there. It would have been so cool just that any of these things that you go to... For this whole few days you never know who could be standing well except for one obvious person who could be right. standing behind you or next to you because everyone was in like so many people were in town just for this they were 
everywhere you go. exactly like that. Everywhere you went. You just look around. Who's here? You've gone there to see a show and you know you're going to see that person, but then you turn around and there's, oh, that's who I saw last night. Look who's standing right next to me. They were just hanging out together, very supportive of each other. Oh, it would have been good. Mm. There was a, a vibe and an atmosphere that was extremely positive. Yeah. There was a lot of that. So was that a late... So that was a late show. He finished late too? Late finished. Oh. A very late finish. Did, didn't oh, that, and that night there was a candlelight, a candle lit, candlelight vigil. One of those? At Paisley Park. Ah. Which we wanted to go to, but we didn't have a candle. And oh. We, and we were in you, bunkers. Where can you find a candle at <laughs> where can midnight? Where find a candle <laughs> at, oh, more like 2 a.m. <laughs> on a, oh, what would that have been? That would have been Friday morning of the 21st, 2 a.m. Friday morning on the 21st. So we're... Coming out of bunkers. Oh, so that would have been, um, they were trying to be there exactly one year after. Oh, okay. So, um, because yeah, it would have been somewhere around that time, I guess. Middle of the night. Yeah. Who knows? So, we're looking for a candle. Bunkers must have had candles. (laughs) No. Don't they have them like on tables or anything? No. No. So, we start walking down the street. Somebody that we'd met in the bar, also there for the celebration, they were from Canada, offered to give us a lift back to our hotel to see if we could find a candle there. And then maybe go on to Paisley Park to go to the vigil. So we're walking towards this lady's car and this guy overhears our conversation Mm. and watches us eyeing up a candle on someone's balcony (laughs) (laughs) and says, stop right there. You cannot go and take that candle. (laughs) But then proceeds to invite us into his house, offer us a drink. And and, find a candle. And find a candle for us. (laughs) And his name was Eric. And he was super cool in that he opened his front door and stood right directly in front of us was a stormtrooper. Ah. A full stormtrooper outfit yeah. from Star Wars. Wow. Um, <laughs> and anyway, he found us a candle and then told us a story about the candle. Ah. And it was a certain make that Prince used to buy from an interior store. I think it was called Our House, Our Home, something like that. I'd like you to look that up that had recently closed down and sold all their stock. And he had a friend that had bought or had lots of these candles. So he gave us this candle to take to the vigil, which was a blue glass bowl, had kind of a Hawaiian scent to it. And when you lit it, the the blue actually turned purple. Ooh. Mm. It was kind of special. So yeah, that was Eric the Candleman. So you got out to Paisley Park? So at that point, By this time, it was probably three. <laughs> we weren't sure whether the candlelit vigil was still on because that started at midnight. Yeah, they might have already. They could have been. Been and gone. Gone. So we um, drove out to Chanhassen and I actually bailed at that point. I mm. was exhausted. And I've got to sleep. I got out of the car and I went <laughs> off to sleep. But the others went on. Yeah. And they got pulled over by the police for hanging around outside Paisley Park in the <laughs> car <laughs> and told to move along. <laughs> uh. So they didn't make it to the candlelit vigil, but it did take place. It did happen. Uh. And my understanding is it was actually in the tunnel, the tunnel that's got all the graffiti on it. Uh. I think it was actually in I there. I saw a post on Twitter yesterday, I think, by someone, and it's like, don't leave candles on the footpath because people, <laughs> cyclists and stuff, they're going to smash them all over and trip over. Oh, well, they were probably the leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> from the candlelit vigil. 
Yeah, you couldn't be everywhere all the time, yeah. so we missed that. Oh well. So that was so you got full what, day one. You got a few hours sleep that night. A few hours sleep. Next morning we were up, and this was our free time. We had kind of daytime free time. We weren't due to go to Paisley Park until ten o'clock. Uh, no, five o'clock that night. That oh, afternoon. did you see George Clinton? Didn't he play one day? Oh yeah, he was day one. That was day one. That was day one. That it was, was like kind of crazy. That was and no one knew it was going to happen. Crazy. Well, we knew the night before. We'd heard oh. the rumour. I suppose if someone saw him in town, they could guess. But, yeah, I saw it and I'm like, what? George Clinton's there? Yeah. That was a crazy show. It was like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock or something in the afternoon. It would yeah. have been weird to see them in the daytime. Yeah. So what I suppose it's dark Yeah, in we there. left there at 4. So, yeah, he would have been on at 3 yeah. in the afternoon. And that was interesting. Have you that seen was, him before? I'd never seen him before. I was very excited to see him. He's... It was out there, though. It was out there. He's a lot. And it was funky to start with, yeah. <laughs> and then it got more and more crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's 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 his show. But he's he's old now. He's getting. Yes. He and he's doing a lot less than he used to. And his voice is just every time I see him, his voice is just a bit worse than it was last time I saw him. Yeah. But he can still. Sometimes I've seen him once. He, he totally lost his voice, and he was still just <gasps> screaming. Yeah. Trying to scream. It was yeah. so funny. I would say most most of the time he was strutting the stage. Wearing yeah. his fancy suit and oh, his hat. Yeah. He had quite a few young chicks with him on stage, doing their yeah. thing, um, and lots of musicians. That was a packed, packed stage. So was that in the big that was in room the sound stage? or the smaller Love for One Another room? That, that was in the sound, big room. Sound stage. Uh, yeah. And that was where we finished each day. So each day started with a, a video, movie, video, yeah. and ended with Live. a concert. Mm. So yeah, George Clinton was day one. Uh-huh. So day two, we weren't in there till five o'clock. Yeah. Started with, um, I, I think that might have been the Amsterdam show. I can't remember now which show we saw to start with. But day two finished with, from memory, the revolution. Yeah. Oh. Day two was the revolution. How good would it be to see the revolution? They were. In Paisley Park. They were absolutely brilliant. I'm just hoping they come to Australia. Are you listening? Yes. Yes. <laughs> come to Australia. Still a group. Come. That's it. They were fantastic, but they had everybody in tears. Yeah. Everybody. Wendy, bless her. They were great. Oh. They rocked it. They've got to come to Australia because they've never been they here. They do. They do. They've never been here. We've never seen them. No. Well, you have. Yep, I have now. <laughs> you have now. Just, yeah. No, they oh. were very good. Very, very good. Weren't they having like after dance till dawn oh, yeah. parties or something? Was they that, were. Was that every night they or was were, that just... No, that was just Was that that night? night? Well, that was later. Because I saw the ads, I saw them putting yes. the ad, advertisement for that up. Yeah. For me, at this point, I'd lost recollection of what day of the week it was, what date it was, and kind of forgotten that that was actually the 21st. Yeah. That we saw the revolution at Paisley Park. And we left there and we headed into town and we were straight into First Avenue to mm. a dance party there. And for me, in terms of the celebratory feel, that was the top. First Avenue. That was it. That Friday night, it absolutely went off. So was it just DJs playing stuff the whole time? Um, it was video footage, so videos, music videos, all. They prints, had to play some purple rain prints, stuff. All prints, all night. That to start with, and then the screen went up, and there was a purple rain motorcycle uh, and DJs. I've been to First Avenue once in 2000, mm-hmm. and the only this was I think they just started doing merchandise then and all they had was like these singlets with yep. first have the first avenue logo yep. on it so I bought one for like 20 bucks I don't think have I've you ever, ever worn it I don't think so 
I don't think I've ever worn it. Now they've got a whole bunch of different shirts and stuff. They do. I turned up with, I think, three other people. And it was, I don't know, it was like two or three in the afternoon. There was no one there. They weren't even open. They were just like doing cleaning and stuff. Yeah. And we're just, you like, we're just not, we saw someone come out of a dorm. We're like, oh, we came from Australia. We want to see. Yep. <laughs> and whoever this guy was, I don't know who he was. He just let us in. And someone came up to us and like, what are you guys doing in here? Oh, we came from Australia. <laughs> we just came to see First Avenue. <laughs> and they're like, oh, let me show you. And he showed us all these things. Yeah. yeah it was great. Well, like, well, that was our private tour for like four people. Yep. That was That's great. the Minneapolis people. That's what they do. It is. That's it is. That's what they do. One of the girls that I got really friendly with, she'd been there earlier on in the year mm. and done the same thing and just rocked up and knocked on the door just during the up. day. Yep. And Please, uh, please. Jason, the manager, had shown them around. And even though they, they were doing organ, they were actually doing organized tours this weekend, but they were completely booked out. So that didn't happen for me. But the dance party on the Friday night, Yeah. that was the place to be that was good really good and of course there's the prince star on the outside ah uh, yeah building, and then everyone's taking their purple photo. rain star on the inside ah uh. which is the the hidden one i think and seventh street entry so seventh street entry had a separate party going on they had moody man moody man and a few of the the other guys in our hotel went to oh they, so if, he was DJ, and little... I actually sat next to him the next day at Paisley Park. He was a cool dude. Oh. And we had a little sing-along together. So yeah, my, my first impression of First Avenue was walking in and there was Purple Rain video footage showing. Yeah. The music was pumping and it was packed, absolutely packed. They should just book that every year. Oh, they've got to. On the date. Yeah. Or whatever weekend is closest. Yeah. And that's yeah. where you go. That's the place to be. And um, just play Purple Rain. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> yeah, the, and the, the DJs were fantastic. They were mixing past, present mm. prints. It was, it was really good. Mm. Very good music. So that was a very late finish. Yeah. That was a. Did it go till dawn? It said. I, well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Um, I think we left at maybe four thirty, something like oh, that. Oh God. And after leaving there, well, I had to be back at Paisley Park at eleven. <laughs> oh God. AM. No. Which was interesting. <laughs> so 4.30 leaving, by the time you've got a cab and then it's a half hour journey. Yeah. It's more like 5.30 that we get in. Maybe 6, you get in bed. Fall asleep, 6.30. <laughs> so Three hours maybe. To ensure maybe. that you've had some breakfast and you're actually ready to go on a shuttle bus to get to Paisley Park. God, it makes me wonder if all these people crying, was it for Prince or were they were just like so Absolutely tired? exhausted. 50-50 <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. So we were back in. That was... For day three, we had 11 till four. So this was the, a different track? So this is track one, day three, and we were concert screening, and that performance that day was the time. Oh, yeah. That would have been good. Doing their thing. Was Jerome the... there, though, or did they have the other guy? Hmm. Now you're asking. The last few times I've seen, like, video, Jerome... Is not there because no, he, he split with them a while ago. Yeah, I don't think that was Jerome. There's a different guy there now. Yeah, but the mirror thing was happening. We were doing the yeah, doing the dance. Yeah, so it's their their show. So you saw the time, you saw the revolution. Oh, that's so good. Two bands that I never thought I ever would get to see. So neither have ever been to Australia. No. Change that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Make it happen, and don't just go to Melbourne and play eight shows and then leave. Yeah, like everyone else does. Like everyone does. else seems to. I don't care about this stupid <laughs> deal you got going. Called, there's birds. A place, there's a place called Sydney. 
You need yeah. to come there. Yeah, bird's basement. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a bad day for me in that I was extremely tired that day. But you still did, did the bird. I still did the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, still did it. So did then, you go to the Mall of America? They had like some display thing set up there? No, didn't make it there. Didn't so, get there. So I thought this was going to be my once-in-a-lifetime trip to Minneapolis, to Paisley Park. And you didn't but do half the so things. There were so many things I didn't do. You didn't go to Calhoun Square? No. Didn't go to Mall of America? No. What else? You didn't uh, go to the museum? I didn't go to the Pearl Brain House. No. There were lots of things. So You just have to go again next year. Yeah. Or the year after. Yeah, probably not next year, but maybe the year maybe after. Maybe the year after. Yeah. So we had, we finished there at four. We had got our names onto the guest list for the street party outside First Avenue. Yeah. But by the time we got cabs and we'd done this and we'd done that, we actually didn't have time to go to the party, <laughs> the street party at First Avenue. But I've seen images of it and it looked like that I was... I saw some pictures of it, yeah. That was cool. It was pretty... They'd done a, a children's dance party during the day as well oh. in the street at First Avenue, trying to get the younger kids involved. I don't think they played Darling Nikki. No, I don't think they did. But, <laughs> and to note, they don't play Darling Nikki at Paisley Park either. No. Oh, so they, they like played the album so through, but they just skipped the purple, that track? Yeah, in the Purple Rain Room. I'm standing, watching the video, little clips of each song. Gets to the end of um, and we, and it's Beautiful in rota- Ones? It's in rotation, and I'm... No, not no, there. There was no darling nicking. Oh. So I asked one of the guides, why are you skipping that? That's that's not oh, the it's full for the album. Kids. It's for the kids. Oh, well, Prince didn't play that for a long, long time. He hasn't played that for a long time, so we don't play it anymore, was the comment. Oh... You should have just brought in your own little boombox thing and just played it for <laughs> yeah. everyone. If you're not going to play it, I'm going to play it. Screw the estate. I'm going to play this song. Yeah. I don't care. Well, I feel like that's kind of, they're missing the point. Well, you know, there's it's a, a story. It's a big point to miss. Yeah. There's out a of the story, story with that. Yeah. The whole advisory, sti- parental advisory stickers and so on. So, yeah. You know. How do you miss that? Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was obvious it was missing. Yeah. So, what did we do? We went, instead of going to the street party, we went to see Andy Allo. Ah. And that was back at the Dakota. Back there again? Yeah. She was support for Morgan James, who... Don't know who Lovely female singer. Mm. And Andy was excellent. She did meet and greet afterwards and selling her CDs. Very lovely chat with her brother, Chris, who was doing the merchandise uh-huh. there. Andy Allo, come to Australia yes, too. Andy Allo, you need the to revolution. come to Australia. Come with the revolution and the time. Just bring everyone. Yeah, come and hang out. We're here in Sydney. Yes, <laughs> not just Melbourne. Yes. So that was the third so night? That was, oh my gosh. It's all a blur. Wait, that was that night was some, four. That, that was, was night four. four. That and was one from, of the nights. So from there, we then went to the um, POM family dance till dawn party. I saw a few things about that. People weren't too happy that like there was supposed to be a meet and greet or something and it didn't yeah. happen. So I was general admission for everything, apart from that party. Yeah. For which I'd bought a VIP ticket. For which I thought I was going to get early entry, and meet and greet. There was like a breakfast buffet. And breakfast. I definitely got breakfast. Yeah. I had pancakes in Minneapolis, so I ticked that off. Yeah. But my VIP entry that was meant to be from 10:30 p.m didn't happen and I actually got in at midnight oh. um, along with most of the other people that were in line as a VIP. The VIP area was truly just VIPs. Mm. It wasn't me as a VIP, it was uh, musicians and family members. Yeah. However, G-Sharp and The Biz played for four hours. Oh. Covers of prints for four hours and 
there were speakers, little bits of speaking and talking in between. Mm. Apollonia, Jill Jones, oh. um, Susan, Andre, Simone was there. He came on and played for a while. Um, there's Dickerson. Dickerson. He came on and played for a while. So there were people on and off stage with G-Sharp. Oh, that sounds good. And they were really good. Funky. So apart from the meet and greet yeah, thing that didn't happen the really. The logistics weren't so good. Yeah. But the Was it because there was just more people than they thought or it just wasn't organised? Um, I feel like maybe they were running behind time and they didn't get everything set up oh. inside in time for people to come in. Come that on Omar, get it, it together. Was. Next but year, next year, make it right. I'm not knocking it, I had fun, it was a brilliant night out. I've seen a few complaints that the bar actually closed early. And people oh, left no. because of that. How could you survive without alcohol? Exactly. Ugh. If you were there for the music, then the music That's was there. Need. That's all you needed. So that, I actually got in from that at about 6am. Oh. Mm. I, I don't think I could, I could do it. Luckily, I wasn't due back to Paisley Park until 5 o'clock that afternoon. Oh, so you slept. That so was, a, slept. You that got was, a that was morning my, of sleep. I had about 5 or 6 hours sleep, yeah, thankfully. And then we were back to Paisley Park for five o'clock and... So this was the last, last night day. you were there? Mm -hmm. Last session there and we had a piano microphone screening. Which oh, was, that would have been good for the last day to see was that. was perfect. Very upsetting and very moving for a lot of mm. people. There were a lot of people there that had been there for that particular oh, performance yeah. back in January. January. But it was, it was a beautiful thing to watch. Because you went to the Sydney shows here. I went to the Sydney shows at the Opera House, yeah. The the video that they showed, mm -hmm. was it mostly the songs or did it include like the little stories and stuff? Mostly songs. Mostly because songs. at those shows, he told a lot of things which he didn't do when he came here. It was 98% songs here. Yeah. But yep. those two shows I think he did at Paisley Park in January, it was like maybe 80 85% songs and there was like little stories and stuff which he didn't do when he came here. Yeah, no, we definitely didn't get that here. And the footage we saw didn't cover that particularly. Uh, it was more music. Was it multi-angle or was it just like one camera? No. Because I'm just thinking about future possible release. If it's just one camera, maybe not. But if there was I like feel more it was multi-angle. If there was more than, you know, two cameras, then there's a chance we'll see it. Yeah. And having spoken with a number of the tech people who were mentioning the vault mm. and what's actually in there, we were told that he literally filmed every sound check and every show and that they're all in there. Yep. Um, so that piano microphone would have been filmed. That's just one of many, properly, many, many. I would say. Yeah. 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 Well, to say that was the first time he did a show like that. He would have filmed that. He would, and have, he would have sat and critiqued himself over and over. But then you'd also think he would have filmed the Sydney shows. Which was planned, mm. but then he pulled it at the last minute for some reason. That was that was a weird thing. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, that goes against what they were saying, that he did film everything, but who knows. Almost everything. Yeah, almost everything. So on the VIP tour that I did on the Monday, we went in the small room that he would sit in and watch all of his video footage. Uh. And he would play it back and critique and make notes on what he wanted to change moving forward for that particular show and so on. Yeah. So yeah, we had piano microphone and then the end of that day, our concert, our actual concert, our gig was the MPG and Third Eye Girl. Ooh. Or members of Third Eye Girl. That would have been a good show. And that was fantastic. So you saw Tony M? Yeah. So that was the highlight of the whole, I, the whole trip, really? Yeah, completely. 
Like we interviewed him and it was great. I can't wait until we like if MPG comes to the original MPG comes to Australia. Oh, it's gonna they be so good. They must come too. Everyone they must come. They just need to do like a massive tour. Yeah, all of them. Everyone involved. That would that, have been a good show. That was brilliant. They were Andre Simone, Kip. Kip Blackshire. Yeah. He was very good. Um, he he can on, sing. He was on one of my panels as well. Yeah. Um, talking about how he first met Prince and how he got involved and mm. he was he was good. Okay, here's the question. Did they play Sexy MF? They did. And they sang the lyrics? Yeah. But they're not playing Darling Nikki? No. So Paisley How Park, does this make sense? Paisley Park aren't playing Darling Nikki, but George Clinton needs to put some money in the swear box. Yeah. Okay, his whole set had a lot of language. Yeah. <laughs> and a few people, I think, actually got up and walked out. They were a little bit upset by that when George was playing. Oh, it's George Clinton. And then Clinton. Sexy Come MF on. went off big time. <laughs> Some weird people. Yeah, and they had Marva King was backing vocals. Yep, we were all singing it. See, where's the logic? There is none. <laughs> no, you can't hear Darling Nikki, Nikki, even though he doesn't even swear in that song. No, exactly. He just says a word. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. But Sexy MF, we're swearing. Where they say that Line that word after oh. line after line. <laughs> that's fine somehow. Yeah, and everyone on stage was singing it, and everyone that was watching was singing it. Um, Strange. Yep. What else did we See, have? And I, that we was have filmed, I think. I, I recall Erotic, Erotic City, City as well. Um, where was that? That was, might no, not have been there. Played that, I that think. was Revolution, yeah. yeah. So here's the other question. At these other performances, did you notice cameras? Because I did see a video. NPG, definitely. NPG put a definitely. video up, which yep. was professionally shot. That whole shot. thing was filmed. Oh, that's good. So um, there's a chance we could see that? Yes. Now, Revolution, I'm not sure. I was actually they in tight did. within the audience i wasn't you near any of that no, i was just looking at the stage i don't recall ca i don't recall cameras anywhere else that was the mpg it was noticeable because the guy the guys were running up and down the aisles and they were on stage ah. there was definitely the a stills photographer because steve park steve park was, was there. there but it, they stood out the people that were filming because obviously no one else no was one else allowed was. to yeah. our no phone, phones our phones were locked away in a pouch no phones but yeah, I don't think they were filming anything else. I reckon it was just MPG. Because mm. that's the thing that was really strange to me as well. When they did that massive tribute back in October, mm -hmm. it wasn't filmed as far as we know. I know. Like for such a massive that was production, big show they, like that. That was so wrong. They should have filmed Nothing, that. No one said that they haven't filmed it, but no one... I mean, there were screens, I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no one said anything about a recording of that, which just was really strange to me. Yeah. So maybe they... They figured this time, oh, let's just record it. Yeah, that was worth recording. That would mm. definitely was it a long recording. show. Yes, and I think they actually played longer for us. There Good. was a rumor. I'm not sure if that's true. NPG and Third Eye Girl. That, that raised the roof. So who was singing most of the songs? Andre was there. Andre sang a lot. Kip sang, sang a Kip lot. Kip sang. Oh, Marva, she sang. And then for me, this was really important. I. Th my opinion, there's two songs that shouldn't be covered by anyone else out yeah. of Prince's repertoire or range. Kiss. Yeah. That's it. His. He owns that. And Purple Rain. I'm a little bit over people trying to yeah. do that. So when the first few bars of Kiss were being played by MPG, you just walked out. I thought, oh no, <laughs> who's going who's gonna to take this one? Who's going to cover this? And up pops video footage to the rear of the stage of Prince actually doing the ah. vocals. So Prince still... No one else can do it. No, he had that. They just did the... No um, one had a 
falsetto voice like his. No one else can sing Kiss without sounding no. ridiculous. It's That's really right. strange. That's right. But maybe he does sound ridiculous, but we just don't hear it. Maybe we just love him too We're much. We're just used to it yeah. and we don't notice, but everyone else listens to it and they're like, oh. Yeah. But so, any, any cover I've ever heard of Kiss has not been good. No, exactly. Not, it's well, his. I've seen a couple that were okay, but no, nothing good, nothing great. No. It's so that can't, was a, can't be done. That, that was a big bonus that they didn't attempt to do that. And Purple Rain, they did the same and thing. Purple Rain, they did the same which thing. Which they did at that October tribute as well. Yeah. All, the, all the rest of the show was everyone else singing, but yeah. that the, the last song, yeah. that song, big intro, and everyone would have been thinking the same thing. Who's going to sing this song? Yeah. And then his voice comes, ah. Oh. Yeah. And then the tears, of course. And then, yeah, Bono. just bawling for yeah. the next 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's to be expected. Yeah. So for me, that was well done. Mm. And whoever had organized that and thought that through in terms yeah. of musical direction, hats off to them. Morris, probably Morris. Yeah. Mr. Hayes, yep. I'm sure, was doing yep. a lot of... I listened to him. One of, one of, he was one, one of the of speakers. speakers. He was good. He's a really cool guy. Mm. For someone who worked with Prince for so long and lived in Prince land, mm. he's still relatively normal and down to earth, which is... A, he survived. How he <laughs> manages both sides of that, I don't know, but he did it. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was good. Um, and then that was kind so, of our parting. That was the end. The big purple rain. That was the yeah, the end. I think so there was no. I, there point, wasn't another dance party after that. Oh. Maybe. Oh, hold on. Wait, check the schedule. Where, where did I go? Where's on, where did I go on my spreadsheet? <laughs> it was actually, but I think G Sharp and the Biz were playing, maybe not Bunkers, somewhere else, and having already seen them for four hours at the mm. party, the PR like, and family uh, party. I've seen enough. I skipped that, and I went and hung out at a bar with a lot of the mm-hmm. European purple fam. It was people from everywhere, mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. Like even when I went in 2000 to the first celebration, even then there was people from England and Australia and everywhere. Yeah. That was cool. And they love Japan. Australians. They love Australians. Yeah, they should. Because we've gone, <laughs> well, we go from such a long way. Yeah. Look, we've probably, we've spent the most time getting here. We've probably spent the most money getting here. Correct. So give us what we deserve. Yep, that's right. We deserve your praise. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think of other little things that happened. So when we were at the PRM family, um, Dance Till Dawn, Apollonia, every person that got on stage told, they were told they had to tell a story about mm. Prince. So yeah. Apollonia told uh, us her Purple Rain, I Nearly Died in the Lake, oh, saved yeah. me story. And then she was throwing out hoop earrings to the oh, crowd. Yeah, yeah. Um, Omar's wife came on stage and she gave out some vinyl and some oh. various bits and pieces to people that had come from overseas. So shout out where you were from and she was handed out. We came from Australia. We came Correct. up furthest. Yes. Give me stuff. It was at that point I wish I had an Australian flag with me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of cool. But they all told little stories. All very sweet. Mm. Very nice. Um, oh, and Natalia Phillips. She sang. I've heard the, the name, but I can't think where so from. Apparently, she'd been collaborating with Prince on new music. So he was writing what he would call poetry uh. and sending it to her, and then she would put it to music. Uh. And, um, and they'd been working together quite recently on that. So she sang for the first time ever outside of her home. The first piece that they collaborated on. Oh, that would have been something. Which was quite special. Mm. She was tiny. She was yeah. another little dude. <laughs> that was that. So then. So then, 
that was the last night? That was the last night. I just hung out with lots of lovely people that I'd met. My roommate, Jess, she went off. I think she went to see G-Sharp again. So uh, she, she carried on She partying. couldn't get enough. No. But I was, I was gone at that point. I just needed a glass of wine and, a, and some time to process what, what had just happened to me over four days. Yeah. It's still a late night, but got up the next day and went to Paisley, back to Paisley Park, but this time on a VIP tour. So you, you got the full, the normal tour. So I, I finished the celebration and I'd paid some extra money to go back and do a VIP tour. Yeah, let me do the tour that I should have got yeah. two days when, ago. Yeah, which apparently was just a walkthrough. Yeah. <laughs> now I'll get the real tour. That And that tour was really good. They were, mm. I have to say Paisley Park, from the minute we went in there on day one, they were very supportive of everyone that was in there and very open to allowing you to be emotional if you wanted to be. There were boxes of tissues everywhere. <laughs> and if you wanted to stop, spend a few moments somewhere, that was cool. They would let uh. you do that. Even more so on the tour. Very, yeah, just very happy for you to take your time to do what you needed to do. The tour guide that we had, Mitch, hi Mitch. He was brilliant in that he was obviously a Prince fan. Mm. And extremely understanding of the they, emotions that people go through when they're going there for the first time. I think they're working on those tour guides. I think when they first started the tours, a lot of people were complaining the tour guides. They just didn't know that much. Mm -hmm. But I think they're, they're getting better. Yeah, They've learned. They studied yeah. the book. Yeah. Um, so we got quite a chunk of time to hang out in Prince's favorite space, which was the atrium, mm. which is where his ashes are. Up high. So they're still there. They're still it? there. So we. Someone we, said that they'd moved yeah, them from where they were or something. Um, but they're still there. They're high up now on a, a shelf. Out of reach. Out of reach. <laughs> They'd have to be. Yeah. You're very aware you're in a room with them. Mm. Um, and that's directly outside of his little kitchen where he used to sit and watch his sport. Watch the game, yeah. yeah. With his TV blanket. He had a TV blanket, which is a like very a, Australian like a, thing like to me. Like a snuggy thing. Yeah. <laughs> a slanket. <laughs> he had one uh, of those. That's funny. It looked like he need, needed a new one of those. It looked a bit tatty. But Worn yeah. it out. <laughs> So yeah, we had quite a bit of time there. Everyone that's spent any time in that space was an emotional wreck. Mm. But then they've got the themed rooms. So it was interesting. We were told that a number of the little themed rooms, which were apparently storage rooms or offices at one point, yeah. he'd actually converted over the last mm. period of time. There was a controversy room, uh, Love Sexy. Love Sexy Love was Sexy the newer was one. just opened, yeah. Yeah, newer one. But he'd already done all of the wall decals. So he, he had that one planned. Sign of the Times he'd done. I think it was Sign of the Times and Diamonds and Pearls. And then he's got his timeline. There's a corridor with his timeline uh, pictures with all up. the He'd done that. All the people on there. Mm. And also little recessed nooks all down the wall with various awards in. He'd yeah. done that as well. So I was surprised at how much we were told was already in place. Mm. Before he passed away, so it, I think well, the museum. Well, he's been planning it for a long time. Yeah. Like the earliest that I know of it was like 2010. Mm-hmm. But it could have been even before that. Yeah. Because I mean, the first celebration was 2000, when I went there. Yeah. And even I mean, the rooms weren't set up, but that hallway was set up. All the awards were already there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. even back so then, even then, it was a place to come and look at all the stuff. Yeah. So that had been in his brain for a long time. Yeah. So I was surprised at how far that had gone mm. prior to his passing. So it's um, an interesting point. And we got to VIP tour, see all of that, see his inspirational wall. So mm. things inspired him. And all the, the legends on yeah. there. 
Um, it needed a few added. There was there were a few things missing. It was mm. obviously done a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> Went into the studios. Saw the studios. Played ping pong. Yeah. Had our photo taken. I saw the photo of you with a whole bunch of people. Yes. Behind the massive picture of him. Yes. So that yeah. That that's Franny and Claire and uh. Jess and Martine. Yeah. Lots of the Europeans. Cloudy. And there was a rainbow on the last day. I saw photos. There was a yes, rainbow, even though it was. wasn't even cloudy. There was nothing. That was weird. I know. That was weird. <laughs> but we had a lot of weird little things happening when we were there. And you just think, you oh. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that you go in thinking, no, it can't be anything to that. But then, but so then something people, else happens yeah, and something and then, else and happens. Then you, you mention it to someone and then they come out with, oh, well, <gasps> this happened to me. And <laughs> so... There's an energy, is all I'm going to say. There's an energy there of some sort. But whether that's because everyone's there... I think there's probably more from the people who were there. That's right. That's right. Because I'd been there when he was there. And I think for me to go back now, it would just be a bit weird, Mm. knowing that he's not there. Yeah. And I'd be like, it's just concrete and glass and... Yeah, all that stuff happened in here, but but he's not here. But when everyone is there, that's a different thing. That's all their energy as well. Yeah. And there's obviously, a, there's quite a lot of spiritual people that were there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. it. That was it. End of the VIP tour. That, that was um, the only thing that messed up my schedule was that being delayed. They were busy that morning yeah. trying to break down the celebration things, put the museum mm. back together. That's why the, the museum tour on the celebration wasn't the same as the tour you would normally get because they were using spaces differently uh, for the celebration. Yeah, yeah. So they put everything back together apart from, and I missed out on one thing, they hadn't managed to get the cars back into the soundstage area. Uh, so I didn't see the prowler. Bugger. Yeah. Another reason Next to time. go back. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> Another reason to go back. Yeah. And that was it. And then in a cab and off to the airport and home. <laughs> For another massive long travel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I think... It was an opportunity to sleep. That, so that was cool. I'm not going to go next year. I might go the year after, mm-hmm. or more likely the year after that. Well, if it's still going, who knows? But I can't. I'm hoping go it's still now. going because I'm thinking it will probably be a four-year thing for me. Every four years. Yeah, just go back. That's <laughs> um, your holiday. Yeah. Well, let's see. What let's else? see what we're doing in two or three years. We'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can all go. We'll, we'll get a whole a bunch of Australian we people. We need an Australian we'll all crew. all go. Yeah, that's for That'll sure. That'll work. Um, vegetarian food. I'm going to mention the vegetarian food. It was good. It's okay. I'm a vegetarian. I'm used to oh, vegetarian okay. food. That was, you know, it was okay. It was okay. It was, it was kind of mass produced. So. Uh, yeah. No alcohol on site, no filming, all of that stuff, all yeah. the normal stuff. I'm trying to think if there's anything, any other little stories to tell you. Oh, yeah, Mono. Mono was there. Mono Neon. Yes. Bassman. Playing with the MPG. Ah. He's a cool little dude. <laughs> there's a lot of them around. Yeah. I did hear. Minneapolis. I did hear that, you know, there's a reason that Mini. Apulus, it's called Mini Apulus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was wandering around. Oh, and I've got to mention Damaris. Oh, yeah, she was there. She did, she did a talk op- as opening well. opening talk every day. And bless her. She, she's tall. She's, she's not Mini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had lovely words and heartfelt sentiment yeah. behind each thing she said. So she did a good job. So she started the day off every she day. The day make off. everyone cry. Yep basically and then she did come and say bye at the end of each day apart from the last day when I was in there she had to fly out so she wasn't there to say bye to everybody right at the end uh, there were family there day one I don't remember seeing them there any other day but mm. Tiger was there and 
Oh yeah, I saw a few people say she was there and saying hi to everyone. And yeah, because, you know, security was quite hot. There, there was lots of bag checking and mm. phones were locked away or whatever. You know, it enabled those people that were easily recognisable to wander around the crowds and not feel threatened, I think. Yeah, anybody. which is good. Because mm. they, mm. they want to be comfortable too. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sure that they know, you know, there's some crazy Prince fans out there. There are. There's, there's, there's normal ones, but there's, there's, there's a few. There's normal ones like us. There's a few which you just you don't know, so yeah, yeah, you don't know what they're gonna do. Exactly. So there's security. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, it was the most surreal experience, and without getting heavy, I would say it was quite a healing experience for me. Mm. The ability to be able to burst into tears and no one judge you or say anything because everyone else is <laughs> doing everyone it. Everyone else is doing it. <laughs> they're not even looking at you. <laughs> yeah, quite. They just hand you a tissue. Mm. And just just an environment where you're listening to Prince music literally 24/7. For mm. six days, doesn't matter where you go, whether you're in a cab, whether Everywhere. you're in a bar, whether you're in the supermarket, whether you're Non-stop. at Paisley Park or in bunkers or just Non-stop. prints everywhere. And we probably could have gone that whole time and not heard the same track twice. Yeah. I'm sure we did hear the same yeah. track twice, but yeah. You could have. We could have. That was it. That mm. was the trip. Well. <laughs> i got nothing else to say about that. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You're welcome. For talking. You're welcome. We made episode 12. We did. Best experience ever. Highly recommend it. Go if you get the chance. Next time. Save your dollars. They've already announced there. the dates for next year. They have announced the dates for next year. They've told us if you were a ticket holder this year, you get priority for ticket next year. You should get a discount, not a priority. Mm. 20% discount. How about that? They're going to be doing new merchandise, more merchandise. They were overwhelmed by the demand for merchandise. There was lots of products They probably sold, sold out. out the first day or two. Yeah. You could only buy celebration merchandise there. You couldn't buy standard merchandise oh. because it was in two different places. Ah. So that was slightly annoying, but mm. you know, we still got to pay the postage now. Yeah, heard on the grapevine they're looking at they're doing a jewelry line. There's a jewelry line coming out. Yeah. Don't care. No. Not for, care it's not for that. me. No. It's not for me. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if I want to go back though. <laughs> it was so good. I don't know if it'd ever, that's ever why be I the think, same. That's why if you leave it maybe two or three years, it'll be mm. different then. Yeah. It'll be a different atmosphere anyway, because it'll yeah. be two or three years later. Yeah. But there'll be different people. Yeah. The tour will probably be different. There'll be different things sure. to do. There'll be sure. different shows on. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't go back the second year. No. But we should all go from Australia. Everybody. We'll do that. We'll make a plan. Yeah. We'll just get the whole plane full. Yeah, we'll <laughs> just charter it. Just book it out. God, I wonder if you could do that. <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah. Let's get a whole plane and go. Yeah, should do it. Oh. And then block with the hotel. Get a whole hotel, yep. whole plane. Yeah. Buses. Yeah. Coaches, everything. Yeah. Oh. Buy all the merchandise. We could get our, our, our own VIP tour, just us. We could. Okay, that's the plan then. Yep. Deal. Okay. All right. The end. Thanks. Bye bye. <laughs>